When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You guys are ready for this one. I'm Daniel, and I'm Wilbur. You like he's a and together to the shack. Together we are DW Conspiracy Shack, bringing you the truth about what everything life, the underbelly of life. What are you writing down over there? Did I screw up? No. Oh, okay, good. No, nothing oh. of the nature. Okay, good. I hope not. All right, just so everybody knows, I'm. A little under the weather, <clears throat> so I'm drinking extremely hard liquor to kind of... Come on, Daniel, get it together. Help interact it. Wow. What are we talking about today? I think uh, government stuff. Is it? I think. Three-letter words, agencies, bases, Navy. I Our pets' they... heads are falling off! <laughs> <coughs> okay. Oh, that's from something else. <laughs> that made me laugh, though. Oh. I, just, I don't. What was that from? Dumb and Dumber. Oh, it was because the we got bird. No money. We got no food. Our the, pets' heads are falling off after the guy rips his head off and throws it. Uh, CIA <laughs> CIA Unit Six. CIA Unit Six. Mm-hmm. Oh no. So this uh, this is an old conspiracy theory, but with all the stuff we talked about last week popping up with Peru and everything with the face peelers and all that. Wait, was that last week or a couple weeks ago? Last week, as far as the population knows. You sure? Yes. All right. Yes, I do the schedule. Okay. I am sure. I thought we did Hawaii last. I thought we talked about Hawaii last week. I thought we did this two weeks ago. Oh, maybe we did. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what we did. Pretty sure. It went. We talked about Peru and then so Hawaii. Peru. Hawaii. Back to when we did the Peru. Peru one. There we go. Uh. So this is, this is an old, this is an old kind of conspiracy theory. 
Excuse me. And so I, this little article came out kind of highlighting the connection with this stuff. Just yesterday, we covered the remote Peruvian region of Atoll Nanny. In the reports of the town under siege of a seven-foot-tall alien, green translucent, a garing goblin. Uh, the attacks turned out to be the results, apparently, of illegal gold miners from Colombia and Brazil with jetpacks and high-caliber machine tra- tech rifles. Mm. Now a different conspiracy from a Peru is allegedly uh, from American masterminds. This time, it's the CIA. And there's a post-secret facility in the middle of the jungle that houses real-life dinosaurs. What? Wait, wait, wow, what? Huh? I know. I told you about the CIA base. I didn't tell you what they were keeping inside. Dinosaurs? Dinosaurs. Come on. Now, keep in mind, though, let's think back on our friends on Freaky Fauna Friday. They talked about the stink bird. The bird that most scientists think could actually be a real-life dinosaur. Okay. Where is it from? South America. The specifically the Amazon basin. Right. Which does touch Peru. Correct. Just saying. So maybe they're holding stink birds in there. I'm talking big ones. Big stink birds yeah. or big dinosaurs? Vice versa. Okay. Small big. dinosaurs, big stink birds. Okay, gotcha. Makes sense. No, but now just saying that if there was anywhere there was going to be a spot lost in time, or these holdbacks could be, South America is looking like a really good... Uh, culprit, especially in Peru with the high mountain plateaus hmm. and these valleys. And the Inca Road. Sure, yeah. Easier for the stink birds to walk down. Yep, easier to transport them. Uh, so, the United States does run a facility in the middle of the Peruvian jungle called Naval Medical Research Unit South. Uh, so, this it's weird. So, this uh, long-time conspiracy is like the CIA runs a base called, uh, what did I say? Unit 6. Right. And then there is a pretty much where everybody said it was. There's a Naval Medical Research Unit that is also referred to Naval Medical Research Unit 6. There's two sixes. Uh-oh, this is getting scary. I don't think a third one pops up. Hmm, okay. The facility is publicly used to investigate protolytic agents and the, va- and the vaccines and the pharmaceuticals against tropical infectious disease. Oh, boy. But privately, plenty of people think it's the CIA is up to something very different. According to all these TikTok videos going around, uh, a man named Diego Lopez ventured into the jungle to find the truth. He discovered, in his own words, a real-life Jurassic Park. I should have queued it up. However, after posting videos, uh, so there are some people say that they actually seen his videos. And they looked really good. Like, there was actual, like, what seemed to be animals. It didn't look like a fake yeah. CG. Okay. And then uh, they all got deleted off of TikTok. All of his stuff disappeared. And then he died. Hmm. 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 Now, is that, like... Okay, so we witnessed this once before. When, remember the guy who filmed that giant, supposedly on the mountain? And then... Uh, so, yeah. That one was him doing this stuff for, like, and it raised his, like... He did that. Mm-hmm. That guy was, I don't think this guy ever got famous because his account got deleted. Okay. So what the giant guy did was left it open. Didn't he, it, I he thought made, it got deleted eventually. I know. That video got deleted. Mm, okay. The rest of his account, and then he came back on and made his videos, and then it's just like he acted like he disappeared. Yeah. He made millions of dollars. Oh, okay. Off of that whole scheme. Wow. Yeah. I'm not joking. Like, you got any schemes? You got, you got any in your back pocket? I wish. I'm not that smart. 
Yeah. Come on, we ain't that dumb, though. We're not that dumb, but they're not that smart. Anyways, uh, so crazy thing is, the reason he kind of snuck into the jungle, this Lopez guy, mm-hmm. was because everybody was sure they were keeping aliens. Mm. Like, they thought this was the South American, or if the one which South America has, like, the, the guys at uh, um, Cribbage of Corn are eventually going to do the Virginia UFO stuff, mm-hmm. which is the craziest UFO encounter with hundreds of eyewitnesses, alien beings all around, and them killing people because people touch them, like slimy frog-like creatures. Frog man. Um, so everybody <laughs> thought that's what the space was being used for. But yeah. in your opinion, aren't they right? What? They are holding aliens. No. Come on. What's your theory? About dinosaurs? I thought you said dinosaurs are the aliens. Dinosaurs are alien. Are the aliens? Did I say that? I thought you said that once. I don't think that was me. Pretty sure that was you, Daniel. The- I'm pretty sure we have a record of everything Daniel's actually ever said, uh, and I don't think Daniel's ever said that talking about myself in the third person. Oh, okay. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe though. Maybe. I mean, you might. Have- <coughs> I drank a lot. The show is like a fever dream sometimes. I so. know. I know. <laughs> Maybe, uh, I don't know. Okay, but go on, go on. So, yeah, I guess there's that theory. We'll get back to that. So, this person was unable to uncover any evidence of Lopez's existence or his dinosaur videos. There is also limited evidence and reporting of anything else involving the Naval Medical Research Unit 6 and the uh, consequences that, and the other outlashed video formats in similar ways. Uh, the Naval Medical Research Unit, unit or um, Naval Medical Research Unit 6 has also a very run-of-mill Facebook page. Okay. What, they have a Facebook page? Yeah, just like most government bases do. Oh, Especially, okay. like, they got found out, like, yeah. in the 90s. So this is their front. Yeah. Okay. It's like when Harp got caught up in, in Alaska. Alaska and they, you, you, people realized you could drive to it. Yeah, then they, so they moved everything. and Yeah, and now it's just, like, a college-run thing. Cause right. Just like, yeah. And it's got, you know, it's got <clears throat> days you can go walk through everything and... Because it's like, okay, the secret's out. It's time to... So now they're wasting our taxpayer money to run that front. To... It's not tax-funded anymore. Oh, thank goodness. We talked about that. They probably go through some other channels, though, to s- siphon from the taxpayers. It's from... I can't remember. It's the University of Juneau. Oh, them, those corrupt people. Uh, so, And although comments are limited on all their other posts, it hardly looks like a remote facility in the jungle. So you look at pictures and stuff like that. It's in the jungle, but it's not like... In the jungle. What's that mean? Like, you can drive to it. Oh, okay. It's not like deep four-day hike. Yeah, through the river, over a mountain. Fighting it off. is in the mountains. I will give it that. It is the high mountains of Peru. Yeah, but there's a road going to it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. They, they can't have that inconvenience to CIA officers. They, can't, they need their convenient roads built. So weird thing is, is... Don't rebuild the, the roads in America. The same time this came out is that there was the one about the Chinese island... They had dinosaurs on it. That the, like the Chinese were sinking local fishing boats and stuff for getting too close to the island mm. and stuff like this because they had dinosaurs. People thought it was weapons, but it was dinosaurs. And uh, one of the fishing boats finally like got close enough where they seen like very basal dinosaur kind of run around the beaches. Mm. And they're like, oh, that's not a nuke. What are they doing with dinosaur DNA? That's a very good idea. I'm glad you asked. Hmm. Yeah, we'll get to there. Okay, hold on to dinosaur DNA. Or just, yeah, just the genetics of dinosaurs, why they may be important. Uh, 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 you didn't say the magic word. Do you have any questions about the Naval Medical Research Unit 6? Oh, uh, it's freaking weird. 
Would you like to know more? Well, yeah, I guess I, I have one uh, statement, though, a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. why another military, another base in another country uh, that we're spending our taxpayer money on? Yay! Yay, we have 800-plus military bases around the world that we're spending our taxpayer monies on. Yay, another one. But go on. Oh, no, I mean, you're right. I'm, I'm very I'm... happy about that. I'm glad all of our taxpayer money is going to fund these things that we have no part in. That affects our lives none whatsoever. But, okay, go on. So, Unit 6, I'm just going to call it from now on because the name is so long and cumbersome, is a biomedical research laboratory of the U.S. Navy located roughly in Lima, Peru. It is the only U.S. military command located in South America that is public knowledge. Right. Uh, its mission is to identify infectious disease threats of military and public health, Impor- and it's very important in the development and evaluation of these diseases and products to mitigate uh, these threats. N A M R U six consists of so that's the place unit six consists of a hundred and forty three thousand square foot laboratory. Big. Very, very big. It's, you know, bigger than a Walmart. Very gigantic. I'm just getting some Travis Walton in there. Oh, gotcha. You know, it's because that's exactly how he says it. You know, it's this thing was bigger, bigger than, than a Walmart. Walmart. Yeah. A super Walmart or just a regular old Walmart? What do you think? Do you know which one it is? It's a super. It's, it's like four or five super Walmarts. Okay. Eight super Walmarts. I don't know. I have no idea. Well, you know, the little, regular look, Walmarts. Why don't you look it up? Look up how many square foot is the average super Walmart. <laughs> I don't think that's necessary. Walmart. Look it up. Now I'm curious. Now, why? Oh, uh, right. Go on, then. Oh, my gosh. I guess I left my phone on. I'm buying the beer. Ooh, you're in trouble. <laughs> okay, sorry. Where was I? Uh, so, an office lab space in Porto Mabello, Peru. So, here's the thing. Weird thing already with this base. This cursory glance. Uh-huh. It's not one spot. Okay. This is actually these this metal naval medical research unit six is spread all over Peru. Well, yeah, they got to collect from all the different animals and stuff so they can concoct whatever infectious diseases they want to build. So that way, once they make the infectious disease, they can create a cure then to you know correct it. Yep. So the facility is bio level safe three, hmm. I believe, out of a scale of five, and the other one, most of their other small bases are bio level two rated. Sorry, I think that's out of a scale of five. So does that mean it's more like heavily like... The bigger the number, the better. Better as far as more protection needed. Yes. Okay. So uh, they're housing something that needs more protection, right? Yeah, but nothing like, as, according to the leveling, Yeah. nothing like Plum Island or like... Wuhan Lab? Well, that one had like a one because a pangolin walked in and out of the door. It probably shouldn't have had a one. It probably should have had a seven. That's, that's from South Park. Oh. They did it with COVID, that it was all because Randy had sex with a pangolin. A pangolin? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! But and it, it's like they're hunting down pangolins because it's like they cart they cause COVID. And it was because Randy had sex with one. Anyways, the accreditation of Laboratory Animal Care International, uh, they have that certification, so they get inspected once a year. To make sure no animals are being mistreated in the laboratory system or being treated unethically. And who inspects that? Is it the that. same? 
Is it the same people? The Accreditation of Laboratory Animal Care International. Yes, but I mean, like, who are these people is what I'm saying. So that's a private, like, little group. Is it the same people that uh, inspected Fauci's... uh, Oh, I'm sure, the dogs. Yeah, the dogs getting put in cages, vocal cords snipped so they couldn't bark, and had their heads eaten by sand flies alive just to see what would happen. And they allowed it, and it was happening. Fauci was doing those experiments. For what reason? Who knows? So this partners with other nations, including the Ministry of Defense of Honduras, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Venezuela, El, uh, El Salvador, Argentina, Bolivia, Patagonia, and Colombia. Hmm. We mentioned Patagonia once on this show before. Mm-hmm. Very end of South America. Yes. So yeah, they have all these South American countries pretty much agree that this facility is allowed to do whatever they want. Wow, free reign. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, uh, America will, pro- well, America, America's military industrial complex will probably invade that country and steal the resources and overthrow the government with a coup government. That is possibility. Hmm. So you better agree with whatever we want to do, our military, be- or else. No, no, no. Would you like to hear the implications of the M- or the U6's mission statement via these three mains? Oh, yes, please. I need to hear all the good they're doing. Okay. To investigate prolethartic agents such as vaccines and pharmaceuticals against tropical infectious diseases, which cause severe mortality or morbidity in the U.S. military members in the development or in developing environments, generally to focus on the study of orphan illnesses with little or no investment by major pharmaceutical companies, and includes parasite infections such as malaria and lenemasurius, viral diseases such as deluge fever, and arborovirus, and bacterial illness such as traveler's diarrhea uh, in Shangela. Uh, the last one, I don't know. Did you know the other ones? For the most part, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, number two. To argue public health in military medical infrastructure of host and partner nations by assisting in the surveillance of outbreaks and providing laboratory surge capacity during during pandemics. Wow. Wow. Pandemics that just happen mostly naturally. I'm sure. There we go. Only natural pandemics. Dinosaurs. 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 What's number three? Oh, you want number three? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you ready for this one? <laughs> this is probably the best one. First two. Yep. It's a great one. To provide assistance in training host nation scientists in epimological techniques of modern laboratory molecular biology methods. Via these collaborations with partner nations, the U6 gets to conduct research on diseases and threaten troops on deployment, but are not uh, commonly seen in the U.S. And to and they get to advance notice of impending pandemics such as uh, avian influenza that might affect military operation readiness. The host nations benefit by getting access to the state-of-the-art treatments and protection against disease epidemics Mm. uh, to their countries and more of a robust public health infrastructure and better trained microbiologists and and physician population. This results in both military and political benefits to both nations, (laughs) as such all M6 personnel are considered diplomats and conduct as members of the U.S. Embassy in their host country. Mm. Every single one of these employees 
is a diplomat status. So has diplomatic community, probably. Yes. Yes. Well, so that means they can go down to the local village and grab a kid Mm -hmm. and take him back and shoot him up with AIDS. For science. It's always for science. Yes, for science. I mean, uh, Fahrenheit 151, or not Fahrenheit 151, Unit 151. I don't know for sure. Uh, that when Japan was like melding all the Koreans. <laughs> Jesus. No, I don't know. During World War Two. I don't know for sure. Like that's where we got all the crazy. Like that was the biggest fight with taking all their data, because it, the data was assessed from literally destroying humans the most in crazy ways possible to see what the body could survive. Oh my god. So what they would do is, uh, I think it was Unit One Fifty One. Maybe mistaken. They called it the lumber mill, and they referred to all the humans as logs. Oh, my gosh. And they had log, number, and that's how they were assigned names. Oh, my gosh. And what they, so one of the crazy, like, one of the basic ones they would do is they would freeze you solid, not solid, like, they'd put you in basically negative, like, 20 degrees naked for two minutes, pull you out, see if they could resuscitate you. Then they'd do three minutes, and then they'd do four, four minutes, and they'd just kind of do the average to see how long a person could be frozen and brought back to life. Oh, my gosh. That was the more humane experiments. That's insane. You think Fauci was bad with the dogs? Yeah, I do. You should have seen what these guys did to the Koreans. That's probably what he was inspired by. Oh, I, I there's a reason they have a lot of tension still. <laughs> Japan came onto the mainland and started melting people. Jesus. And then we took all their data. What did we do with it? Oh, we used it. Implemented it, probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that reminds me of a uh, like Genghis Khan when he was torture. Towns. It was Chinese and Koreans, if I'm not mistaken. What Genghis Khan would do, my favorite one. Oh, the dancing? The dancing, yeah. He would take all, I'll just tell anyone listening out there. Well, for the most part, Genghis Khan, yeah, this brutal dictator or brutal he leader. He was insane. Yes. However, he did have, he was very good to people who were good to him as well. A lot of people think he was, oh, a lot of people think he was actually bipolar. Could have been. Because there was villages that put up no resistance, mm-hmm. and he still killed everybody. Oh, yeah. It just... And there was villages that put up no resistance, and they were his best friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If and... they if they listened to him, for the most part, he would he would let you, as long as you lived under his rule, and uh, you just basically afol- abided by their way. And But he... there was villages that did that, and he'd still come in oh, and yeah, kill everybody. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it would still happen. But for the most part, that's how, he like they say, he kind of connected all of Central Europe and all that and made it safe to travel because everyone was afraid of going against him because he would like, murder you in the most inhumane ways possible. You got to rob the Silk Road? Yeah. No? No. <laughs> right. But yeah, you my Genghis Khan? Right. Oh, but, to come here? Yeah, exactly. And did you not? He also had red hair and green eyes or blue eyes. It was blue or green, one of the two. Very, very odd. He was like the seventh son or something. It was weird. What is it? Like 2% of Asian descent, like 2% of Asians on the planet still have like his DNA. I think it's a lot more than that. It's some crazy number. Yeah, I think it's an ins- insane amount more than that. So but, tell your thing and I got... Okay, so what he would do is he'd go into a town and, you know, the most brutal way of the story is in the, ta- the people who resisted, he laid them, he tied them all up and laid them all on the ground in the middle of his town, built a giant stage on top of them, and then he proceeded to have music played, and they, all the army and stuff went on top of the stage and danced and partied all night long until the people underneath were all crushed to death, which is just insane. They were partying on people, actively crushing them over time, over just over the whole drunken night. And then in the morning, they got up and left. So he killed so many people. He affected the carbon footprint. For a hundred years. 
See, there is pause. Oh my gosh. This sounds like a precursor to like this global uh, climate change shift, oh, trying to get rid of people. If you, I mean, I'll tell you what, whether you believe in climate change or whatever, yeah. I'm talking about pollution and all in that general, stuff. Yeah. His method would work. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what they're implementing right now. Because basically they did some math. Like you could see it in ice core samples. Yeah. Genghis Khan's rule, both in Antarctica and the Arctic. Mm-hmm. You can see his his years are highlighted. Nice, because it's the cleanest ice from like a thousand years before and after. Nice, because uh, he basically killed so many people that so much wood was not burning. Yeah, in sodifying the ice. Hmm, that some, is crazy. Some positives, you know, do there always is a silver lining. They say he killed everybody at his own funeral. Yeah, I know. So no one knew where his body was buried, but they knew that going in too. I know. That's insane. They kind of went in with it, no, with the knowledge, knowing, okay, we're gonna. Well, they worshipped him. Deliver, yes, deliver his. Uh, you know, his son drank himself to death. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. You know, his real name wasn't Genghis Khan, too, right? No, it was like Tetmujin. I can't remember. I just knew his two kids, because the younger son was the better diplomat mm-hmm. and leader, but the older son obviously got it first. Yeah. And was like was starting to make decisions like hammered. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think I said it was this whole wrong. like queue of like trying to overthrow like overthrow him his older brother yeah and then he yeah. drank himself to death so everybody's like huh like they had all these complaints to kill him yeah and then he like died from like liver failure I wonder if that's what really happened i think it was because everybody would uh li- i love to take credit for it yeah because he was getting kind of wild well i can imagine that all right you ready for more unit six e- 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 yes uh, i'm gonna tell you all the officers so it started in 83 I'm going to just run these names That's by you. That's when the base started? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to run these names by you and see if any of them, the lead, the runner, like the generals over the base. I'm sorry, captains. Oh, okay. I don't know how that falls. I think it below, captains below a general. Cap. Uh, there has been commanders, but there's mostly captains. So officers in charge over, overseeing the base. Uh, right? The, fir- the first one is Michael E. Kelptrick. Okay. Ever right. heard that name? Nope. Stephen Wingnall? Nope. Or Stephen, I'm sorry, Stephen Wingnall. Yeah. Uh, Richard L. Buck? Nope. Joel Escamilla? Never heard of Richard B. Obest? Or Obos- o- Oberst? Nope. Depending on how you want to read it. Mark T. Wooster? Ooh. We got a Wooster. Mm-hmm. Truman W. Sharp. Truman Sharp. That sounds familiar, but I can't place it. James P. Burns or Burnins. J. Kevin Bard. Uh, Gregory Martin. I know him. He's from our hometown. George W. Bush. No. I'm just messing. No, I was going to say. John W. Sanders. He's dead. And then after John W. Sanders, they put a... Uh, a oh gosh, where was it? A different. Uh, uh, I don't know why they have it worded like this. John W. Sanders was the continuing officer after that. Okay, so those are the successive off- commanding officers. And then after 2011, none of them are public. Now that's really odd. An the odd- FDA steps in in 2011. Oh no, I'm not. Uh, they started yellow fever trials. Oh, no. And then it all goes private. Quiet. So this is another bio lab. Oh, it's a big one. It's the yeah. it's way bigger than any other one ever. 
by a lot. Wow. Did you ever get me the square footage of a Walmart? Yes, it's 180. So it's about the size of a Walmart. Super Walmart. About um, the size of a Super Walmart is the one lab. One room. 185,000 square so feet. So pretty close. Yeah. I'm assuming these bio labs wouldn't be as tall and probably be wider. Oh, yeah. So it's probably like twice the size floor space My gosh. of a Super Walmart. That's insanity. That is insane. Any questions so far? I have plenty. Why are they doing this? Why do we have another bio lab? Why are they doing it in South America? Why are these uh, gold mining uh, smuggler, gold smugglers ripping people's faces off? Oh, that's not from this space. Oh, you don't think so? There's no, no. connection. No, right? No. no. Calm down. Not a chance, huh? <laughs> you don't think there's... I don't have the physical energy. You don't think that they're creating I... some weird-ass crap in this... Before you go off the rails, I have my last little paragraph. Okay. And then it's all yours. All right. I have to. I got some stuff about the dinosaurs, but because uh, I do think there are dinosaurs, and we'll get back to the, the dinosaur DNA. Current activities. So this is the last public. So they still leak out some stuff they're doing, like certain reports and stuff like that. Yeah. But after 2011, they really did go quiet. Nobody even knows who the commanding officer is over the base. Wow. Okay. Uh, the FDA gets involved in just kind of everything. And FDA is shady. Oh, it is. It's it's probably the most corrupt organization in the government. You're scared of the CIA? The FDA is one that actually will take money. <laughs> uh, so surveillance of influenza. No. This is one of their top uh, concerns for a global response to the threat of influenza virus outbreaks. It's insane. You know, okay. Oh, it gets better. Go how, ahead. How can we have flu shots getting pumped out every single year and they and they <laughs> and every single I don't know, Rite Aid, CVS, any sort of medical outlet facility, pharmaceutical facility outlet is pushing, get your flu shot. You gotta get your flu shot. Come on, people. It's flu season. Go get your flu shot. Well, if it didn't work the past 20 years, everyone got one. Why are we still doing it? Has anyone caught on that it doesn't work? It doesn't work. It makes you sicker. So, wait till you get... There's some really good ones on this list. God, that was one out of 20. What do you mean? That was the first one out of 20. Oh, no. Uh, surveillance of fibril illnesses in four countries. That's kind of like a small nothing one. Like okay. a throwaway one, like it could be either, you know. Wait, be you bad. said surveillance? Yeah. Oh, that means they're just watching over it to see what it does to people. Yeah, so they, they want to see how fast it melts kids, specifically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is a crazy one. Oh, sure. Not that they all aren't. No, this is, what is this lab so far as the public is concerned? A medical research unit. Right. Electronic surveillance of militaries of Peru, Patagonia, Uganda, <laughs> uh, not Uganda, uh, Uruguay, I'm sorry. Uh, El Salvador. Wow. Okay. So spying on other... No, it's not spying because they're telling them we're watching you. True. They're not, it's not spying. It's Big Brother. Big Brother, yep. Investigation Investigation of multidrug-resistant bacterial infections. Oh, my gosh. Investigation. So vague. Surveillance of traveler's diarrhea at Spanish schools in Cuzo, Peru. Wait, surveillance of what? Traveler's diarrhea. Okay. And it, where it's it's the thing with water. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I get that. In Spanish, in the Spanish school of Kudzu, Peru. Why the school? Why one school? It's a public institution, like a like a college. Yeah. So I'm guessing that they have like a lot of foreign kids. If I had to guess scientifically, 
I'm going to guess it's near the base. Yeah. It's got a lot of foreign kids, mm. you know, foreign to Peru. And they're probably tapping all the every single phone that's around there. Yeah, I mean, they don't have to. They're just saying there's literally a guy stands in your dorm room. That too, yeah. He's just a guy. He's a di- No, he's not. He's a diplomat. diplomat. Yeah. He's okay, kids. I can watch you pee. I'm a diplomat. Yes. Here, let me touch that, kids. How old are you? Oh, perfect. Here we go. You're going to like this one. Yeah. Pre-clinic investigations of vaccines. <sighs> Pre-clinic investigations. So vaccines before they go to trial. Yeah, they're testing them out. But yeah, they're no, they're pre-clinic investigations. Oh, they're investigations. What the hell does that mean? What the hell does that mean? When they're investigating it, are they holding it up to a microscope? Yup, looks good. Development of a point of care diagnosis assessment assessment for deluge fever. Okay, that's like so that's a, a real one. Generic. I think they have to put a couple real ones in. Right. Yeah. Uh, that means a crazy one's coming next. Yeah. Elevations or evaluations of insecticide threat curtains. Curtains? Yeah. So basically these walls of insecticide. So uh-huh. before they like start spraying areas and stuff like that, you ever seen like the fog walls they do for military like fights? Maybe. It's like that, but with poison. Oh, nice. Okay. And it works. It just It's like a wall of death. So they're seeing what kind of glyphosate they can put into the ground and poison everybody, give everybody cancer. Okay. Elevation of lethal ova traps for mosquito control. Okay, so they're probably genetically modifying mosquitoes with diseases to send them out. Okay. Hold on to that. You know they are. Hold on to that. That's been we confirmed. have a lot to talk about. It's been confirmed. Eva- oh, sorry. Developing a plasmodium vexant infected mosquito model. What? It's a main disease. It's like a, it's the disease model. To see how mosquitoes transmit disease. Why? There's no point. There's stop. This is, this has Bill Gates written all over it. Don't ruin my endings. Keep going. I'm sorry. Do not ruin my endings. If you take my thunder, I will punch you. Just keep going. Evaluating the transoceanic highway and its ability to spread disease across the world. Okay, the ability for the for people to spread disease over the ocean. Yeah, the trans the transoceanic highway. So, so ships, almost all ships come into the Amazon rainforest through one shape, way, shape, or form. Uh huh. And so it's a perfect way to see how diseases spread through that highway when all the airports close. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Training and outbreak investigation methods. Well, their training sucked. Oh that, no. It worked perfectly. Oh, so they train, they, they're training to suck, to be bad on purpose. Finally. You ready for this one? Yeah. Joint training in the masters of epidemicology. Epidemiology? Epidemicology. Epidemic? St- the study of epidemics. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. The masters? Yes. Hmm. Again, failed. The biggest minds... In the epidemic, in epidemic models in the world, work of this lab. Oh my goodness! You thought Wu Tan or whatever the heck it was called? Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, lab. The lab. Wu Tan. Yeah, Wu Tan. It's the one that's housing dinosaurs. It's this one. Yeah. So you think they're using this? The- is the one that everyone should be focused yeah. on. Yeah. Everybody's like, it's got dinosaurs. Hmm. Number one private in- or investor. Do you want to guess? 
Bill Gates. It is the Bill Gates Foundation. Foundation. 100%. I'm just joking. I, I don't s- have that data. I guarantee you it is, though. It's military. Well, it's so military. Really no, I know it. who it is. Hold on. Repeat that question because I know the answer. I literally do. Just ask me again. Just ask it again. All right. Wilbur. Yes. Who's the number one financial donor? The U.S. taxpayer. Yes. You and me. Bend over and spread your cheeks wide because they're coming in. Huh? Here's a mosquito. Yes, that's what we get. In, that's what we get. That's what our tax dollars gets us. You know all those that heart. You know when you wake up in the morning and you're just dreading that week of work in front of you, and you're just, oh God, I gotta get out of bed again. I don't want to do this life sucking job anymore. Here's it, a mosquito. It, it, yeah, all you get is all. I I worked for 47 years, and all I got was this lousy mosquito bite. Gave me AIDS. Super AIDS. Super AIDS. Monkeypox. Monkeypox. That's where our tax dollars are going, people, to fund. You remember when they were trying to start the scare up of monkeypox, like right after COVID? And yes. Like, yes. And oh no! I know people that got the monkeypox vaccine. I know, but most people were like, "No, no." I know. Most people are like, "We're done." I wonder what. Speaking of which, I wonder what. Like, I mean, I guess it relates to this. They're, they're doing vaccine research and stuff like that. I wonder if. Uh, those monkeypox like reactions because I seen the pictures of people getting bumps and stuff like they were getting stuff. I wonder if it was just from the straight up from the vaccines. It could be. I think monkeypox, like just like COVID, is a real disease for sure. Overplayed, but the funny how it just I, came about. You know, no, it's been around since the sixties. I meant the outbreak. Oh yeah, how, yeah. how convenient! It Somebody just came punched out. a monkey, <laughs> and it you know broke it broke its tooth off in their hand right exactly now i could really see that being me if i was near one of those countries where the little monkeys come up grab stuff out of you or yeah, grab you. india or something like that. and you know how i get scared oh yeah you wouldn't be able to survive there no i mean the monkey'd be dead probably well yeah but they might have eight more like swarming you at that point it don't matter the second i see something little moving <laughs> you're punching it i full force like i don't hold back <laughs> it would be dust <laughs> that's what happened to that child in the park the other day Shh. ran by you <laughs> they're missing children punched to dust Dust falling down. <laughs> Thought it was a Dover Demon officer, I swear. So, did I lead you for a ride on this one? This is insane. This is insane. I'm I do a, think I'm, there's dinosaurs. Let's get back to the oh, dinosaurs. Yeah, the dinosaurs. Never touched that yet. Okay, what's with the dinosaurs? I think it's real. Yeah, okay. Peru is famous for dinosaur sightings and weird biological animal sightings. Do you? Th- uh, including, like, not it's not a dinosaur, but Megatherium, the giant ground sloth, the uh, Mapinguari is in Peru. Mm hmm. Uh, there's a lot of biologists that every time they go, like there's Peru has some of the most unconnected, untouched valleys on the planet. Right on the edge of Peru in the Amazon, we have an animal that may not be an actual bird, maybe a true dinosaur. Okay. So to me, that is a hint that there may be at a lost world ish yeah. thing. Right. That, you know, there could be holdbacks here to where there could be true ish dinosaurs. And one, you know, they may not look like big T Rexes or nothing like that. They may be a lot smaller. They may be much more avian. Yeah. Like the stink bird. And the stink bird still has teeth and fingers, but it still has wings to glide. Right. And it has a different digestive system. But, you know, it's kind of a hodgepodge hybrid kind of thing. It's not quite a bird. It's not quite a traditional dinosaur. So, why you would want that is scientists are obsessed with primeval DNA. Yeah. And for a lot of treatments. Right. So when I seen it was a medical research institute snacked out on top of where they're saying they're keeping dinosaurs, I believe it. I do too. Because if I think there's dinosaurs there, and they have a lot of medical benefits, I'm sure. So literally, like a lot of these like witnesses were saying that the dinosaurs are not in big cages. They are probably not being treated the best well. treated well. They probably aren't even like consciously aware 
their their existence. Who dinosaurs? They're probably all drugged up and kept in like a stasis. Oh or no, they're tortured. milking them for diseases too. Right? Exactly. Yeah. You imagine how like the diseases that form in a Tyrannosaurus Rex's mouth. Oh my gosh. I think a Komodo dragon's bad. And then they can just put that up in a plane and spray it over all yeah. of us, unsuspecting There's people. Put it in mosquitoes. Taxpayer money funded. It's our tax dollars funded. So that's what I think about the dinosaurs. What do you think about this whole place? What if, uh, to stand on the dinosaur thought, what if, like they say, you know, the reptilians, I think we talked about that before. The, starting the, to taste more like corn. <laughs> moonshine, that is. What if the reptilians was, uh, it all were like living with the di- in the dinosaurs where they are like have that dinosaur dna the reptilians are actually not reptiles but dinosaurs and then what if you know their spirit or their evil like an evil spirit or soul of theirs is you know still exists on earth in some shape form and like in some demon form i don't know and it's teaching it's infected all these scientists with you know greed greed money in there and facilities like this to recreate dinosaurs to manipulate their DNA so they can create a hybrid human reptilian host that can be, you know, re- then one of these evil spirits can be reincarnated into that body and exist again and take over the world through diseases. Now, that was a walk. Ain't it? So this facility is for manipulation of dinosaur DNA to create infectious diseases, to wipe out mammalians. And then also to splice in their DNA with the human DNA to create, recreate the reptilians of old and have them rule over the earth again, over, have dominion over man against God. And now it's our mission to rise up against these rise reptilian up. overlords. Rise and, up! Right, we gotta rise up. We gotta come together and rise up against reptilian overlords. Rise up! That's what I think is going on. What about... In some sense or another. I was going to say... So. Or I just think this is a, another bio lab. Another bio lab that our uh, military industrial complex is, is using and uh, creating all sorts of uh, bi- bioweapons to use not only now, but probably have been using. Probably poison us over time because they're also in cahoots with big pharma and you know big food industry and the seven whatever media and digital whatever... Not digital, but media companies, whatever. All the companies that control everything is in bed with that use that uses our military industrial complex to rule the world and control everything. And if you don't, um, if you don't listen to what we have to say, then all of a sudden your leader is a bad guy that's is bad for the world and bad for your country. And then we must go in there and kill him and bomb him, like Hillary Clinton said. Retire him. Retire him. Like Hillary Clinton said when we uh, when we invaded Libya, the country of Libya, at its time when we invaded, was the most prospering country in Alaska. Um, the most citizens po- proper, prospering country, country in Alaska. Alaska. Sorry, Africa. Another <laughs> A word. Another, I was like, I'm not the best with geology, Wilbur. But, but I'm pretty I was sure off on that one. Libya isn't in Alaska. But Libya was the most prospering country in Africa, and the... Average citizens, uh, what's it called? They're something of life. They're uh, uh, their way, of, not the way of life. They're uh, quality of life was at the highest average amongst any other country in Africa. Um, he also wanted to leave the U.S. dollar, petrodollar, as like their main backing their main currency and switch to the gold standard system. And what our military leaders had said 
So now all this is happening. He's actually turning his country around. He may not be the nicest guy, but he's making his citizens' lives better and he's making his country's life better. And he's leaving the U.S. dollar and switching over to the gold standard, which takes power away from um, our us and con- our congressmen and con- people who have stock and that stuff, military industrial complex, all that takes away a little bit of their power. So what we said, our leaders in the military said that this guy Gaddafi was doing was giving Viagra to his soldiers and they were so horny, they were raping all their women. So we had to go in there and stop it. And he was allowing it by providing them Viagra on purpose so they could do that. That was our only excuse. That was our excuse for going into Libya. And we went in there captured him and brutally murdered him publicly i think they sodomized him with like with swords and stuff i thought it was the flag did they sodomize him with the flag i'm pretty i'm not now i'm I'm not as big into this as you are they sodomized him with something and i think they cut his head off the one that they got in trouble for sticking the american flagpole in his butt i wouldn't be shocked either way but you know what hillary clinton's response was after we killed him good we came we saw he died (laughs) That bitch. You know what's really weird to think about? What? Is that there's a lot of world leaders that die from assassinations and other military coups and stuff like that. It doesn't really happen in the U.S. Because we're the ones I doing it. Why? I just was thinking about that. It just crossed my head. We're the a, bad guys. I had a normal person thought for a second. Yeah. Like, huh, that is odd that how everybody, all these other military leaders and Political leaders around the world keep dying. You know, U.S. Pre- like U.S. ones never die, and and somehow our presence always ends up in that area after and is spreading in quotes spreading democracy to that area, and then but somehow if you just look at history, at least in the past twenty, let's years. say 30, 40 years, every country we've done that for has been well off worse since, well off worse. I don't know at least in mean. the Middle East. I mean, Japan. I don't know it. Maybe that's not quite the same. That's also not in the past 40 years. That was, no, that was 90 then, years ago now, that's 80 back, years. I, I feel that's back when there were still actually like humans in the U.S. military and the U.S. Like government. Calling the shots? Yeah. Yeah. And so like when we helped rebuild Japan yeah. pretty quick and be like, and same with Germany as for the most part, yeah. you know, our part of Germany that we were well, helping of course, take care of. Of course, we had to re- help rebuild Germany because, you well, know, half people the people... There. Well, that and half the people we uh, captured from Germany, that worked for us in our. <laughs> well, we didn't care about Germany for that aspect anymore. They were already here. Well, they wanted right. They wanted us. They wanted to rebuild their own homeland. It's funny how they all had to change their accents. Yeah, I just want to sit down on that class. Switching from Most German these, to because a lot of these German scientists had to like get rid of their accents and not like, tape their arms down and not talk like Klaus Schwab talks mm-hmm. now and now. I don't know if anyone, if you don't know the World Economic Forum, anyone listening, anyone listening should probably know Ooh, who Klaus Schwab is in the World Economic Forum. Just listen to his voice and tell me he doesn't sound like the typical like Nazi leader. Like when you imagine an evil Nazi scientist, if Klaus Schwab's voice doesn't fit it perfectly, I don't know what else does. Oh, gosh. I, I got to hear this now. Eat the bugs. They, you love. Oh, it's that guy. Yes, you love to eat the bugs and you'll have nothing in your house. And you will like it. You will be happy. Now, I think that's the perfect note to end on because that's next week's episode. Because I don't think it's about the bugs, ladies and gents. You're right. It's not. It's just trying to scare you into taking the other alternative. Because believe me, I don't. most of the world has been eating bugs. It's still eating bugs. Bugs aren't bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm still going to eat chicken. 
but I've eaten crickets. I've eaten a scorpion. I've, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's stuff I crave. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no. But it scares the average person, especially the average white person, and the average American, the average you know European, so much that when this fake meat is presented as the alternative to having to eat bugs, everybody's like, "Yeah, I'd rather have that because it kind of looks like a meat." And it doesn't have a bunch of crawly legs. Until you find out what it's made from. Yeah, yeah. I'll take the big bug. Blech. Oh, gosh. Well, you want, we ended it on that note? Yeah. I've All been right. Daniel. I've been Wilbur. We'll catch you next week on The Shack. Bye. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.